TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. America. I am not a number. I am a free man. Wiggins America. The only thing I'm going to need from you guys right now is a cup of coffee. Wiggins. Today's global economy waits for no man. America. Today's global business climate is like, whatever, dude. Politics is a dirty game. I'm not sure we want to play. There are forces here at work that you couldn't possibly understand. You have no idea how high up this goes. Welcome to Wiggins America. Let's jump into this right off the bat. Of course, it's what everybody has been talking about this week because it has been a 9-11 style event that has happened in Israel. The mass murder and kidnapping of thousands of Jews just because of who they are and where they live. This is Wiggins America. We are going to talk about this. We're going to talk about some domestic issues as well. We've got Old Roy coming in. We have Evie Osmond catching up. Now, this was something that I scheduled a while ago, and I thought, you know, I still want to, <clears throat> I still want to talk about this uh, because we have a new U.S. senator named LaFonza Butler that nobody knows anything about. It was, <laughs> I think the Babylon Bee pictured a, a dartboard of black female Democrats that uh, Newsom was just going to throw it, throw a dart and pick one of them, and she was the one. And so we don't know really anything about her. Uh, Evie Osmond's going to be here from Pro-Life America to talk about her stance on abortion, what that may do to the Senate, if anything. I mean, I think you know the answer to that. Right now, it's probably not going to do a whole lot. Uh, but this is Wiggins America. Let's talk about Israel. <clears throat> this is the first time I've really gotten to talk about it outside of, of the uh, weekday shows uh, because it was happening as this show was already on last week. Actually, it was like kind of right when it was over on Saturday morning. So I didn't get to discuss it much. I mean, it was kind of like boom, and then uh, we, we were waiting for Monday to be able to talk about it with you on the news, on the radio. I, I pulled up some headlines here, and I have a reason for bringing these up that Bear with me while I read these to you because they're awful, but this is reality, and that's why I'm reading them to you. Israeli death toll from Hamas attacks on country are well over 1,000. Hamas terrorists beheaded babies during kibbutz slaughter. 
pausing there to digest that once again. Hamas terrorists are beheading, or they have beheaded babies during this planned slaughter. This is a mass murder, by the way. Let's not refer to it in terms of war. Israel pounds Gaza with fiercest airstrikes ever. Netanyahu says we have only started. The IDF, Israeli Defense uh, Fund, forces, sorry, (laughs) uh, in race to free hostages before Hamas executes them. Chicago area mother and daughter feared captured by Hamas. This is happening here. So the reason I'm bringing up these headlines from earlier in the week is simply because at some point, this is going to turn. Right now, I'll, I'll give you my story in a minute, but I get to watch a lot of news coverage over the weekend, something I don't usually get to do. I get to watch a lot of news. So I flipped back and forth between MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, and some others, and maybe even some local news. I'll tell you why I got to do that sometime in the show, but not right now. And I got to watch way more than I usually do. Right now, it is mostly a united front that Israel is in the right to do whatever they need to do here. Hamas is wrong, and that's great. The reason that I'm bringing up these headlines, though, is that at some point, that will not be the case. Israel will either do something that's, ooh, just a little over the line, and they will be blast on CNN and MSNBC for it. Or Hamas will do what Hamas does, and they will use human shields. They will hide in hospitals. They will hide in schools. They will hide behind those Palestinians who don't necessarily even agree with the cause that they're fighting for and create human casualties that are intended to just be stories because they know that certain elements of the media worldwide, in America would be the leftist media, will carry those stories and make Hamas look like the victim. That will happen at some point in this. Now, is it going to spiral out of control to the point where we're involved? I hope not. Uh, I've not really loved... (laughs) Mike Pompeo, former Secretary of State, thought he was good. Still think he's good. Don't always agree with him. Uh, He said that we need to give any resources necessary to Israel in this. Basically, we need to fund this thing, give them arms, give them ammunition. Uh, I, I would disagree with that. I would say that we would need to support them in any way possible through whatever means necessary other than spending a whole bunch more American money <clears throat> on a war that we're not involved with. This might sound familiar to you. Um, I do think that there's a way for us to support them without getting involved involved. Now, I if we do, this would be a more just cause than, than anything, but... I still don't necessarily agree with him on that. That point aside, at some point, this will switch, and it will be a partisan issue again where Republicans are supporting Israel, Democrats are maybe not outright not supporting Israel or supporting Hamas, but they will be poking holes in the whole thing. I I guarantee you it will come to that because this is not going to be a quick thing. This is going to be ongoing. This is going to be in the news for a long time. The reason I know that's going to happen, I turn to the polls. Democrats support Palestinians over Israel. GOP overwhelmingly stands with the U.S. ally. 2023 poll. 
I'm reading this from Fox News. More Democrats in the United States support Palestinians living in Gaza and the West Bank than Israel, the closest U.S. ally in the Middle East, according to a 2023 poll. Democratic sympathies for Palestinians has increased over the last decade, and a Gallup poll published in March 2023 found their affinity toward the Palestinians finally eclipsed their support of Israel 49 to 38. That's not even close. The attitudes from March reflected a continued decline in Israeli support from 40% to 38%, an 11-point surge of support for Palestinian people from 38 to 49%. Now, will that shift because of this? Absolutely. But this stuff is baked in to politics already. It's baked into the sides in America that... You know what? I don't even have to tell you. I'm going to play a clip. This is Annie Fry found this earlier this week, and I'm just going to play it. So I will be honest and maybe a little more vulnerable than I normally would be. These have been some of the hardest days of my adult life. I don't ever remember a moment like this. Um, I have family in Israel right now under siege and being deployed to the front lines. I have staff who can't locate their family. I have friends who are gone. Um, And I think Ambassador Danone put it well in a context that Americans can understand 9-11, the evil that was perpetrated here. But the scale, Jonathan, the right comparison is Nagasaki. This was like an atomic bomb. And as 40,000 people were killed in Japan when they dropped that bomb in Nagasaki, so too were the hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of people who were killed in Israel. And so while I am sad and cope, trying to cope, I'll be honest, I am angry. I am angry with the world that allowed the dehumanization of Israelis and sanitized the terrorism of Hamas. I must say, I love this show and I love this network. But I've got to ask, who is writing the scripts? Hamas, the people who did this, they are not fighters, Jonathan. They are not militants. And I'm looking right at the camera. They are terrorists. It is a barbarian who rapes and brutalizes women, who kills children in front of their parents, and then brings them over to Gaza. That's from MSNBC calling out their own side on that show. I really like that. I hope that continues saying, look, I don't know who's writing the scripts here, but they're off. This is awful. That needs to continue. That needs to continue for this to be a successful venture by Israel, and we should support Israel. We absolutely should support Israel no matter what here. They are completely in the right, doing whatever they need to do to eradicate this awful, mass-coordinated murder of their own people, including women and children, including Americans. I want to bring up that question with Old Roy at some point in this show today. we got a kind of a fluid show. So I do know that Emily Osment is going to come in. Evie Osment is going to come in here in just a few minutes. And then we'll get Trisha and Old Roy to react to some of the news of the day. This is Wiggins America. We will be right back. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Taking a break from foreign interests. We've been talking about that exclusively on the show today. Uh, let's talk about something domestic. Evie Osmond is back on the show from just a couple weeks ago from Pro-Life America to talk about a couple of news items hitting the, uh, well, up until the last couple days, hitting big. So, uh, Evie, how you doing? Hey, doing great, Ryan. Thank you so much for having me back on. Um, even under these, uh, you know, unfortunate circumstances of the latest breaking news um, on abortion in America. Gosh, you know what? I, I didn't even plan on talking with about you with Israel and stuff, but isn't it amazing how cold some people can be to some of this stuff? Well, Ryan, I think for us, it just shows how important you have to have a culture of life. And every country should be building a culture of life. And that's why we need to respect the most vulnerable of us, of of every single human being worthy of life, respect, dignity and safety. Yeah, I I really could not agree more. Um, You know, we were going to talk and we will talk about the new senator from California, Alfonso Butler. But it's it's just I think it's this is a moment in time that I think everybody's going what what do I believe? You know, what do I believe in and why do I believe it? Because it's this is such an atrocity that you almost can't look away from it. Yeah, Ryan, these are really, really hard times when you're confronted with just the, the most awful of videos, news, stories. But for all of us, it should reaffirm our commitment to respecting and helping and supporting, like I said, the most vulnerable among us, to really pushing forward the dignity of human life and really doing all that we can to be the voice for the voiceless. Yeah, and it it really is central to everything. Um, So thank you for joining us this weekend, and thank you for joining us again so quickly because we just had you on a couple weeks ago. So let's talk Mm -hmm. about the actual politics of of some of this stuff. Alfonso Butler is the new senator from California. Uh, No change here, right? I mean, Dianne Feinstein was pretty liberal. This isn't going to shift the balance or anything, right? Right. But but I have to say, I think one of the things that is so glaring is that we've known that Democrats were, you know, very heavily advised, led by and supported by the abortion lobby. So that's not new. But what is new is how blatant they are about it now. I mean, you've got uh, Governor Gavin Newsom. He's handing out a Senate seat to the president of Emily's list. And I don't know if your if your audience knows, but Emily's List is really this D.C. Beltway abortion lobby. That's a multi-million dollar Democrat uh, uh, supporter. So 
he's just, you know, handing it straight to her with uh, no pretense, just saying clear as day for everyone to see, not behind back doors, but now just wide in the open. Here you go. Pay to play right here. Yeah. And you mentioned NARAL before we started talking on the air, too. What's going on with with that organization? They changed their name. Yes. So this is a new development that happened that is so telling. NARAL, um, which, as as I'm sure your listeners know, NARAL is a very big pro-abortion, multi-million dollar Democrat supporter abortion lobby. They changed their name and completely took out the pro-choice, which I have been sounding this alarm for a while now, which is, look, You know, the 1990s Democrat position of abortion, safe, legal, rare, pro-choice, that is no longer. That is not happening anymore. And NARAL went ahead and proved that by completely taking out pro-choice from their name. You would be hard-pressed nowadays to find any pro-abortion lobby or even Democrats at this point that want to push the pro-choice label. It is pro-abortion. It is abortion, no limits, no restrictions, and that's where we are today, unfortunately, sadly, and tragically. Man, you're exactly right. Evie Osmond on the phone with us. She's from uh, Pro-Life America. <clears throat> that, that is a position, as, as politics have drifted, you know, these, these moderate voices, which I don't know you'd ever say that somebody who's pro-abortion was moderate, but they, right. <laughs> they, they would not even say pro-abortion in the past. They would say pro-choice, right. and the, it was kind of this at least shrouded in kind of a libertarian view of things saying, well, we, we just want to kind of stay out. Well, let you choose, let you choose. If you choose life, great. Let somebody else not choose life. And it was, it was attempting to be kind of this hands-off position, but that is no longer, it is now not pro-choice. It is pro-abortion. That's correct. And I know that this might be hard for some people to comprehend, but that really is where we are. I mean, I read literature from pro-abortion activists every day. NARAL, in fact, they, alongside changing and taking out pro-choice from their name, they now call themselves Reproductive Freedom for All. In their ad that they pushed out alongside this name change, it said in there, abortion is our demand. Abortion on demand. That's where they are now. And that's what they're encouraging all of the people that they give money to the Democrat party to be as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, something you said last time you were on the show that really stuck with me is that, and this, cause this has been a position that I've been saying, well, now that we have Roe versus Wade overturned, this is now a state's issue. And this is the goal. This has been the goal the whole time is to make it a state's issue. But what you said when we were talking about that, I mean, and it really, really stuck with me because it was a dramatic shift in my own thinking is that this was the goal was to be here but Democrats are not going to stay there. And in fact, they're introducing all kinds of legislation if there wasn't a Republican House or, or they could get it through the Senate. You know, there would already be a national right to abortion because Democrats will not stop. So Republicans can't just turn a blind eye and go back to, well, it's all states now. It's almost as if you have to lead at the federal level and attempt to get federal legislation passed. Whatever that is, I'm not saying we know what it is, but that's something that Republicans should be considering more because Democrats are going to do it. Yeah, Ryan, you're completely right. And I have to say, I was right there with you. I mean, same here. That's exactly where I was, was, you know, this should be settled with the states. Um, and, and it'll work that way very well. However, that requires 
that the other side, the Democrats, the pro-abortion side, that they will respect your state laws, that they will respect your pro-life protections. And sadly, that is not going to happen. And from what we've seen, not only do they not not only do they disrespect it completely, but I've got to tell you, one of the things that is most disheartening to me to see is the trafficking of abortion pills from pro-abortion blue states pumping them to girls and young women into pro-life states with reckless abandon. I mean, to the point where New York, a great example, has a shield law for doctors that says these doctors can just send these pills out. People can send these abortion pills to girls, women. They don't need to have any medical oversight. They don't need to see a doctor. They don't have to go in person and get the labs and ultrasound to even figure out how far along she is or if she has an ectopic pregnancy, which means she can't take these pills. We just need to get the pills to them. So it's the altar of abortion over the individual needs of the woman and the girl. And that is dangerous. But that's what they're pushing. And that's ultimately illegal, right? I mean, you can't just say we're going to flout your state laws, but it's tough to enforce, right? Right. Exactly. And that's exactly it. And that's why we also see you brought this up just a second ago. We also see that the Democratic Party has their federal game and they're already in the game. They're already pushing federal legislation. So that's why what is our answer? We have got to be able to answer and not just let them push this radical ideology. I mentioned this a little bit last time, but let me bring it up again. It's worth repeating. They have already tried to push the so-called Women's Health Protection Act multiple times, um, which is federal legislation, and they're not going to stop. They're going to do it again. And this would take away all of the work that's happened since the Dobbs decision, all of the pro-life protections. It would strip them. It would strip parental consent. It would strip 24-hour waiting periods for abortion and mandatory, mandatory ultrasounds. And it would even require that medical staff, doctors, against their conscience or religious convictions, would have to perform abortions. You know, as you're talking about this stuff, I mean, going back to kind of where we started and just talking about the value of life in general, because that's really ultimately what we're talking about here. There's obviously a very far left contingent of the Democrat Party. It's the the progressive dye my hair, make myself as abhorrent as possible to society kind of people. But I think there are also a lot of Democrats who... They may not want to call themselves pro-abortion. They may have traditionally called themselves pro-choice, who they don't realize what they're voting for. It's, it's, they've gone into camps, and they don't realize that they're voting for abortion up to the moment of birth. You know, like These are extreme positions that I think some of the average voters don't even know that they're voting for those things anymore. Oh, I completely agree with you. I think there is a lack of education because, frankly, Ryan, the other side doesn't want to speak with specificity about what they're pushing. Yeah. They, they advance when there's confusion. But what we're saying is put it all on the table. Put it out there for every state, for every American to see with specificity on exactly what you're advocating for and let the American people decide. Tell them exactly what this will do and then let them decide. But they're not doing that, just like with NARAL. Instead of talking about exactly what they're pushing for, no limits, no boundaries at any time, taxpayer funded, they use shrouded language of reproductive freedom for all. Well, explain that. Yeah. What does that mean? 
Right, right. Yeah, it's just slogans. And, and unfortunately, uh, you know, you just put a face on it and you go, well, there's Donald Trump. I know I don't like that. You know, so people just go, okay, well, what's the other thing? I like the other thing better. It, it's, it's unfortunate w- that we've gotten there, but I think that's why it's important to have these conversations with you, with people who are very well educated with these issues. I mean, this is what you do. Evie Osmond, she is from the Pro-Life America organization. Great organization. Thank you so much for your work. Where do you want people to connect with you? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Ryan. And I would love to see everybody go to sbaprolife.org. Educate yourselves and activate your voices. Thank you so much. sbaprolife.org. We know a lot of people are very passionate about this issue. That is where you can connect with them. And Evie Osmond is one of the best. Thanks for being here again. Thank you. All right. Take care. We will talk to you again soon. I'm sure this is Wiggins America. We will be right back. Man, I think it's so central to the conversation that uh, talk we just had with Evie Osmond from Pro Life America. Just the value of life. It's not necessarily the indicator of what you believe about everything, but it is a indicator. It's an indicator, I should say. And it, it does mean a lot. So you're thinking, well, I'm, we're in the middle of talking about Israel and this Hamas. I mean, this is this is something that people will refer to for years. You know, so much of the news that we talk about on a weekly basis here is stuff that in a couple months you might remember it still but have a hard time remembering the details. But but this one this is one that probably years from now you're still going to remember. Oh, remember in 2023 the Hamas massacre or whatever they end up calling it. Um this is one that's going to resonate and, and and it's not going away. Uh I say all that just because in the midst of talking about such an important thing that has happened and terrible thing that has happened. Um, you know, this isn't just a natural disaster because people, I think sometimes they go, Oh, well, you know, X amount of people die in a hurricane every year or an earthquake. Well, this is murder. This isn't just a natural disaster. This is somebody planning to kill people based on their race. Um, what is your value of life? You know, how do you respond to these things? I think it is central to this conversation. So if you missed that, if you're just tuning in now, we talked to Evie Osmond from Pro-Life America about some of the abortion stuff going on still in the United States. And it seems like timing-wise, is that the right conversation to have? Yeah, I think it still is. Uh, this story I just pulled from Fox News, it says at least 40 babies, some beheaded, have been found by Israel soldiers in Hamas-attacked village. Uh, Israel's military has discovered unspeakable horrors in in an Israeli community that was attacked by Hamas on Saturday, including dozens of dead babies, some with their heads chopped off. According to local Israel outlet 24 News, the IDF soldiers moved into Kfar Aza, one of the community's Hamas terrorists invaded early Saturday morning and discovered about 40 dead babies, some decapitated, highlighting the brutality of the invading forces. Uh, This is highly coordinated, highly planned. Um, Can you imagine being somebody who says, yes, I want to be a part of invading a village and beheading babies? I mean, that's, that's, that's the level we're dealing with here. Uh, I don't really know anybody who is waving that flag metaphorically, although apparently there are some people in Congress, Rashida Tlaib, uh, still waving the Palestinian flag. I, I can't even hardly believe that. I can't believe the blindness of these people, but it is real. So when we talk about politics related to these things, you know, these are real stories. Imagine this happening to you. If you live in 
Forestell, you know, or for me, Collinsville. A whole community is invaded by terrorists who cut off the heads of the children. I, you can't, I can't even picture that happening in the United States. But it is happening right now in the earth, you know, not even in like third world nations, in in wealthy nations. Israel is not a third world nation. Um, <clears throat> I, I, But I want to play this clip. I actually pulled this from Brian Kilmeade. He's talking to Mike Rogers, who's running for Senate in Michigan. He had been a congressman there, and he's not in the House right now because he's running for Senate. But he talks about one of the political reasons that this happens. Keep in mind, there's no way that this is I'm not drawing a direct line between one thing and another, but there is a dotted line between these things. America is at some fault here under the current leadership. I'll leave it at that. Here's the clip. And so the Biden administration's done something pretty interesting, and I I think they're going to have to pay a price for this as well. They've basically made it impossible for us to produce our own oil and our own energy in the United States, making it more and more difficult. And in order to make sure the prices don't rise, they went to Iran and allowed them certain sanctions relief. And now they're producing more oil than they did in 2018 when the Trump administration put on uh, sanctions on their uh, on their oil. And all of that cash, by the way, goes into this bad problem. So, I mean, the Biden administration is just kind of, they're, they're in the consequences of their actions have contributed to this event, no doubt in my mind. So what I would do immediately is I would make sure that they pay that price. All of that oil has got to stop. You can't put it on the market. Anybody buying it, uh, anybody looking at it, anybody who drives by it in Iran ought to be facing sanctions. I think that explains it pretty well. Yeah, that there is there is a there is some fault here in our leaders who are doing things deliberately that are undermining uh, peace, that are undermining our interests worldwide, and just the interests of average people. Uh, they they are messing up, and in some cases they know they are. They're undermining our nation, you know, southern border. Um, in other cases, I don't know that they know what they're doing. I think they're blind. Uh, and, and sometimes they're off, and, and many times they're evil. These are the people around the nation right now. They're incompetent at best. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We're going to be right back with Trisha. A little bit lighter stuff for a minute. So, stick around. Trisha, I want to have you back in next hour to talk about more important things. Um, but I've covered so many important things already that I want to get to. Well, this is still important. How much? How much fast food do you eat? Almost none. Really? Yeah. I'm so disappointed. Sorry. I ate a lot of pizza. Does that count? Yeah, we can talk about that. We'll talk about that in the next hour. Pizza's on my list. But this is not pizza. This is McDonald's and Wendy's. Two different news stories that I've pulled over the last couple weeks that I'm like, we we need, this needs to be addressed. Obviously. Because it's it's impacting my daily life in ways that um, probably are common to man in general. And woman. But not to you. And child. <laughs> no, no, you don't care about this. I, it doesn't. <clears throat> McDonald's dollar menu. <clears throat> this is a headline. McDonald's dollar menu is a myth. What? Yeah. This is like in the Sasquatch realm. This is in the Loch Ness Monster realm now. McDonald's I've dollar menu is a myth. I've seen the dollar menu. I know it's real. Are you sure? Are you sure? It might be a $2 menu. The chain is getting called out for not having a single item that costs a dollar on the dollar menu. 
Hmm. And I'm telling you, when I saw this headline, I said, no way. No way. There's gotta I've be seen one, it in real life. There's got to be an apple pie or a soda, like the smallest sodas on the dollar menu or something. So I stored this away. And then I went to a McDonald's at least twice since then because I thought, well, maybe this one wasn't, but this one was, you know, like Illinois, Missouri. I'm going to go to two different ones. Neither one. Really? And the menu says, and I thought, there's got to be, there, like, like, there's a get around here. No, the menu says dollar, two dollar, three dollar on it. So it's like the one, two, and three dollar menu. But there is not a single item on their menu, whether there or anywhere else, that costs a dollar. Really? Yes. That's interesting. It made me mad. Yeah. Because, you know what makes me mad? Yeah, go okay, ahead. so I don't eat fast food very often, but I'm with people in the car going through the drive thru sometimes. And you ever order a small fry thinking, it's small fry. That's got to be the cheapest thing. And then realize they're making you pay $3 for a small fry when you could have gotten a $1.50 value fry, more fry. Oh, I, I it's see. It's so frustrating. Or, yes. well, you're like, I want a single double cheeseburger and it's $5. Yes. And then they're like, but a McDouble with one less slice of cheese is only 84 cents. Oh, like, yeah. What, what the, the heck? heck? What like, the heck? How is much the are you upcharging one piece of cheese? Yes. The McDouble thing blows my mind it's insane because i don't get what they're mm-hmm. doing is that all it is it's just one piece it's of cheese one piece of cheese is the only difference so the double cheeseburger has two patties and two pieces of cheese yes and costs like three a full three dollars more oh yeah it's it's three bucks mm-hmm. i think even on its best days it's three bucks now mm-hmm. like on sale but that may that mcdouble's on that value menu which apparently yeah. isn't a dollar anymore but they do have the two and three dollar menu yes yeah, the McDouble's on there, the double cheeseburger is not, and they will bend you over for that extra piece of cheese. Man, you want to talk about being bent over. Not, I know not you do. really. But I went to... I went, <laughs> Actually, <I'm, laughs> I regret everything. <laughs> I went to McDonald's, let's see, two days ago, and I was coming into work. I had a doctor's appointment, so I was coming into work like a little bit later than usual, but it wasn't quite lunchtime. So I thought instead of having to go back out, I'm just going to grab something on my way in. And it was still breakfast, so I'm, I'm just going to get two sandwiches. That'll that'll be fine. So I'm like, well, if I'm going to get two breakfast sandwiches, I want them to be good because that's my lunch. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get two McGriddles. I had a coupon. I had a, a app I expect nothing coupon. less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was for those two McGriddles. Eight fifty with the coupon. Yowza. Without it, ten fifty for two McGriddles. Yep. What I the got, heck? I got burned. So sometimes when I'm coming in in the mornings, I'll stop. Usually it's cheap donuts, but I'll bring the morning show food. Um, oftentimes I'll get what is their version of the bat signal that says they need food. <laughs> and I did this thinking I'd be nice one day. Ran through McDonald's and thought I'll get everybody. They had like biscuits or something for cheap and i ended up getting i think four sandwiches and a couple of hash browns i spent almost 40 dollars on this mcdonald's breakfast for the team i'm like wait a minute i need to expense this yeah so that was the last time they got mcdonald's and then i'm driving around in the last couple days looking at the the sort of the the advertisements in the windows of different fast foods mm-hmm. and Hardee's has like two for four fifty. Mm-hmm. McDonald's may even have something like that. But when I was trying to get just what I wanted and not what was on sale, ten fifty yeah. for two sandwiches. It's outrageous. Are you past the whole oh everything's so small and it drives me crazy? You know, it, like the the ad thing is one thing where it doesn't look like what's in the picture, but it's also 
the size of maybe a half dollar at this point, the burger. Yeah. I again it doesn't impact me That's on a true. daily basis. So it does or on a, any kind of basis. I saw the story. Yo, I think did you're you? about to present. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So McDonald's and Wendy's won a lawsuit su- suit claiming that their burgers are too small, which I guess I, I get because no, they're not saying, other than the quarter pounder, which is a quarter pound hamburger. Yeah, they're not cooking. marketing an actual yeah, size. They're not saying a size. Mm-hmm. Um, but it says McDonald's and Wendy's are celebrating after, after defeating a lawsuit accusing them of deceiving customers by exaggerating the size of their burgers. In a weekend decision, U.S. District Judge Hector Gonzalez found no proof that the fast food chains delivered smaller burgers than advertised or that plaintiff Justin Chiminetti, which he's a local hero to me, obviously, had seen ads for the McDonald's Big Mac and Wendy's bourbon bacon cheeseburger he bought. He claimed that McDonald's and Wendy's publish advertisements with pictures of menu items that look more appealing than how the food turns out to customers, which has to be true. I mean, that's very true. But the but that's size life, that's advertising. That's life. Come yeah. on, man. Like you got to know that. Yeah. You learn that when you're my kids have learned that when they're like six and seven. Mm-hmm. They're like, whoa, look, dad, this doesn't look anything like what the box shows. Mm-hmm. And I got to, you know, I've been talking about fudge rounds quite a bit lately. That I would expect nothing less. And than that either. I, my mom came to the ruler foods. My mom and dad and grandma. Your mom is amazing. Oh, you so met her. Is, yeah. So okay. are your dad and your grandma. I Great. love them so much. Yes. So Bob, Shirley, and Phyllis. You right? got it. Yes. Yes. Uh, Shirley was my grandma's name, and Phil. I have an aunt named Phyllis, so I love them even more just because I okay. feel like they're family. And of course, I love Bob Wiggins. He's yeah. the best. And when they came out to, and by the way, we had listeners saying, "I never told my dad this. I should." But uh, that they met the the Bob Wiggins and they were like, I felt like I was meeting a legend because I talk about him so much Same. on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're Bob Wiggins. Yeah. Like one of them said, I met softball legend Bob Wiggins. And he's like, I haven't played softball in 25 years. I'm like, I know, but just go with it, Dad. Um, but when they came out to the Ruler Foods diaper drive that we did last week, uh, my mom, for some reason, then this has got to be an American thing. She felt like she needed to bring a gift. And actually, quite a few listeners do this, too, which is great, but it's not necessary. That, like, when they come to meet us at events, they bring some sort of gift. Like, you don't want to show up empty-handed. Like, yeah. if you were going over to a friend's house for dinner, you'd take a pie. Totally, well, I yeah. get it. But, it, with I mean, it's just saying hi to us. It's not like uh-huh. you got to come bring me a bag of gummy bears, but I do walk off pretty much made on those events because people do that, which is cool, but uh, you don't have to do yeah, that. Yeah, you have a so lot you know. of candy leaving that event. Yeah, it's wonderful. And some lemonade. But my own mom did that. <laughs> I love she her. She brought me Surely. a box of the big, the oversized fudge rounds. So not the double-deckers, because I've been all in on those lately, but the big size. And I've been eating them, you know, one by one and realizing, man, these things, I think, honestly, the big fudge rounds are the same size as what a regular fudge round was even five years ago. Not long. Mm -hmm. Those things used to be stacked. I mean, they were big cookies. And now I'm like... Were they bigger or were we smaller? Say that again? Were were they bigger or were we smaller? Well, I wasn't that much smaller five years ago. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Five years ago. You're right. I missed that part. But I, I had to buy the bigger ones because... They had more cream in them, and that's what makes a fudge round good is having a lot of the cream, just like a Twinkie. Mm-hmm. Or an Oreo. Or an Oreo. You got to have more. More is better. Most stuff or nothing. Yeah. And with the little ones, they were getting so little with the cream, and I'm like, I can't even, I, I can deal with the size thing, 
but you're not doing the proportions right anymore. Mm-hmm. So I had to get the big ones. And now they're small. So I'm like, man. All right. Devil's advocate, though. Okay. Americans are are criticized globally for our portion sizes and for our just overindulgence in general. Could we possibly be like inadvertently while taking advantage of consumers making us healthier by cutting back sizes to a level that is actually acceptable? I, 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 I get what you're saying, but it's not the company's motivation, first of all. No, not at all. And I'm just, you know, silver lining. Also, I'm going to just eat two or three now. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the problem is that it used to be like, well, you eat one, you're fine. Well, now you've you've breached that barrier for me, and now I'll just eat a box. <laughs> so I'm like, well, you did this to me. They forced it on me. You did this to me, small Debbie. You've done this. It's not me. It's not my problem. Very tiny Debbie. <laughs> uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. In, you can come back next hour. Yep. And we'll talk about some real stuff because uh, old Royal be in We'll be right back. Get more at 971talk.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.